Okay, that was very weird. I just had a recording in progress. Hello to episode oh, 55. Oh, did you get it as well? Yeah, I got the same thing. That's new. Okay. Um, recording episode... in progress. Recording in progress for episode 55 of the Sarcasmic Cast. Uh, and a movie and gaming podcast. I did it. Oh, I like that. You said that so smoothly. Rolled off the tongue. A movie and gaming podcast. Oh, Today yes. we are talking about Fast 9. And how much for the second time? Shit. For the for the second time, yes. Uh, uh, that's the last time we use your laptop to record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> last time you, I lose my laptop at anything else. But you know what I think it is, and this is a common problem with most hard disk like laptops and PCs and stuff. I think the first time like it's been like used properly in a while. Like the program would freeze after four or five minutes because it's like, oh shit, I'm not used to this. And then you restarted and it works fine. And it did for us. Yeah. We were able to record 15 minutes, no problem after we sorted it out. Yeah, but we had, we had, I can't remember how long were we talking for beforehand before us. It was easily 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 minutes of berating John Cena. So, Whereas we we didn't talk that much about it yesterday, but since then though, I've made a, a few more notes. But okay. um, how are you doing? Are you sweating? I'm melting. We're in the middle of a bit of a heat wave at the moment. Like, so the peak yesterday was 30, 30 yeah. degrees, and I just I I went on my game at, in the morning at eleven, um, and after ten minutes, I was just like, I've got to get up. I'm I'm dripping in bed. Yeah. Like, this isn't normal. And then I went outside and I saw the blinding rays of the sun. I was like, oh, right, okay. And then the moment when it peaked to 30, that's when I decided to start cutting the grass. Took me two fucking hours because I had to do a full cut. So two hours in constant 30 degree heat. I bet you were were sweating like the rock. I tell you what, if I don't lose three pounds of fucking body fat at the end of this week, I swear to God, Actually, that's what I've lost this week myself, three pound. Jesus. After putting two pound on last week. Still. Still, it's, I'm, it's going down, though. It's, it yeah. is, it is. Um, I know it's taken me a lot longer, but I'm more concerned at the moment in terms of body fat that I've got. Yeah. Um, so I had 35% body fat at the beginning of lockdown, so year and How half did you work ago. it out? Um, so we've got a scale... We've got a scales. We've got a scales. We've got a set of scales um, in the bathroom, and we that calculates depending on like your age and your height and stuff. It works out your uh, actual weight, and I'm twenty stone ten now. It works mm-hmm. out your body fat. It works out your water percentage, your bone percentage, and uh, yeah, you can like work out just by stepping on it. Yeah, science man. That doesn't sound like it's uh, proven science. Yeah, I've got the BMI of a 36-year-old. That'll say all you need to know. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Exactly. BMI BMI don't mean shit. No, no, it doesn't. But it's it's taken me, long story short, it's taken me a year and a half to lose 1% of body fat. I'm down to 34%. Still obese in terms of body fat. What's your goal? Body, body fat, fat to get to 10 11 percent 
realistically, if you're doing one percent one up to, with every one and a half year, you could die before you get to your target. So like fourteen percent times one point five, it's like twenty one years. Yeah, but that's a year and a half of me not eating sensibly, Dan. That is my downfall. Whether I want to hire or not, I'm going to come out public and say, "I fair enough, I, yeah. that my eating habits are dog shite." Um, and I am sorting that out. I'm eating less red meat, um, but that's obviously not the issue. The issue is takeaways. Uh, cutting out many takeaways. Uh, if I get one or two a week, that's fine. But if I go more than that, then it's a bit of a problem. Well, I was... two a week, I'll cut down to one. Mm-hmm. So do you have a cheap day where you're not concerned? No. The well, tr- you, sh- you should do, right? Stick to your diet six days a week, mm-hmm. and like today is my cheat day, right? Um, so I've had half a Biscoff spread. What's Biscoff? Just, you know, the Lotus Biscoff. I don't it's like a biscuity, biscuity spread, it's Bro. very nice. <laughs> I've had half a small jar of that. I've got uh, Cadbury's cookies, a pack of donuts, and I'm gonna have a takeaway later on, but. From tomorrow morning back to the grindstone, mm-hmm. and it gives you something to look forward to towards the end, the end of the week. See, I'm not in that mindset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not in that mindset. <laughs> with with me, like any food that we get for tea is kind of like a treat for me. So like lasagna and stuff, but it's that kind of food that I find really finicky when in, in terms of taking it to work. So this past week at work. I've been taking uh, edamame beans, like green beans, literally loads of greens with like a bit of tuna and I've been fine and it's been great. And it may be the same thing over and over again, but I know that it's my lunchtime at work and keep it mm. consistent, you know? Uh, do you have uh, facilities at work to cook your food, like a microwave or anything like that? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's packing the lasagna up in a container and then you have to well, eat in the container and... Do you like like do you like jack jack potatoes? Fuck no. Do you not? Nah. I do find you... them really I don't know, annoying. You don't like potatoes either. I like potatoes, I just don't like jack potatoes because it's like there's the potato. It's just a big potato. <laughs> yeah. Lots of potato than normal. I'm very I'm very funny with potatoes. I'm actually cutting down on potatoes, really. Mm. Um, I'm mainly just sticking the veg and the occasional bit of chicken. And I'm only eating what I need to eat as well. So I portion it all out. And if as long as I'm portioning it out and I'm not going overboard, then I'm fine with that. Fair enough. So wh- when was the last time you had a fast, a fast food meal? Oh, good question. Does Subway count as fast food? Um... I wasn't thinking Subway, no. I was thinking Mackie D's, Burger King, Burger King, KFC, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Taco Bell, those types of places. Last Friday when I went to see um, Fast 9, I had a KFC. Oh, that's, that's been a, over a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. To be honest, I was, ex- I was expecting you to see it within the last day or even for lunchtime today. No. But no, over no. a week, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, have you lost weight recently? Well, I was 21 stone 4. I'm now oh, 20 wow. stone 10. So um, in what time frame is that then? You've lost that? About a week and a half, maybe two weeks. 
but it's the body fat percentage that I'm concerned about because in terms of my body, like, I don't know if you've seen my back, but my back's huge. And if I start doing like back exercises at the gym, strengthen me back, my muscles are just going to grow. And that adds weight because muscles weigh. Yeah. So I could be 18, 19 stone, but have a body fat percentage of 10%. And I could still think I'm massive, but I'm not because it's the muscles. Yeah. So it's the body fat. You'll be able to tell by looking at you. I mean, I can tell by myself if I'm looking at myself like uh, side on and side up straight, I can say I'm not as oddly shaped, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've noticed my belly going down a fair bit, but it's still around the hips, which is a I need a cut down. Oh, I thought it, um, one of my other cheat uh, snacks today was uh, a bar of caramel chocolate. Have you, have you had that? No. <laughs> I'll, show you. I'll get a square. Oh, God. And this is where I entertain people for five minutes. Oh, shit, you got it right. Oh, that's new. So it is a golden blend of caramelized white chocolate. Don't say that, Dan, because I'm going to go to the nearest Tesco, mainly Sacriston. B&M. And, oh, B&M, shut. Oh, yeah. well. <laughs> mm. This man enjoying his caramel. Three pound a pack, bag. Three pound? Yeah. They can fuck right off. <laughs> I'm not paying three quid for chocolate. <laughs> Pound for a bar of galaxy, I'm sorted. Yeah. Anyway, enough about galaxies and caramel. Let's get into Fast 9. Let's get this piece of shit out of the way. <laughs> and right here was where I would put the intro music that I've made. Ah, okay. Now, 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 now. So, the first thing I want to talk about yeah. is where, when, and... Who did he say it with? Where, when, and who? Uh, Audion, <coughs> last Friday, and with my longest friend to date. Cool. Uh, I saw it with Chris, I think it was two weeks ago yesterday. Two weeks. Yeah, I was isolating then, would have been. Yeah. Um, so two weeks Friday, and like you know, went to uh, went to the Audion. Do you mm-hmm. go to the Audion at Turlham uh, still? Do you know what I? This this is. The, I'm glad you brought this up. I would like to, but their show times are awful. Like there'll be a time that's perfect for me, but it's on at the Metro Centre, not at Durham. Right. So like when I wanted to see the father, the Metro Centre had four or five shows. I couldn't get to the father because I had other commitments at the time. But it was like I have options here. Durham. Yeah. It was like eight thirty on a night or no. So it's, well, like, it's the smaller, smaller cinema, though, isn't it? It it is, it is, and that's the 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 gamble you've got to take. Which is why I started doing two films at a time and seeing them at the Metro Centre just to get me money's worth, you know, because it would cost in petrol. So when you go, do you drive to Durham uh, then? Well, I haven't been back to the Durham cinema since last year when I saw Birds of Prey. No, I haven't either, but I, I want to know if the, what the car parking fee is. Uh, last time I was in Durham Car Park, the one below the Audion, um, 
it was free. Like, I don't think they're doing things at the moment. But in terms of audience, regardless, they will validate your parking because you're seeing a film. So it's like, give us your um, your registration number and it'll be like, there you go. Just just pay that as you go out. It's like a paid card, yeah. Uh, so, uh, well, we've, so we both went to the Metro. Yes. Uh, have a large variety of snacks available. Chris had trouble getting some uh, the popcorn that he wanted because they didn't have, well, they had the popcorn, just didn't have the containers. So you had to specifically pay a little bit extra to get one of the limited edition Fast and Fast Furious nine. Nice. So he's the proud owner of one of them. <laughs> I bet he's <laughs> over the fucking moon. Um, I had me nachos, me mozzarella sticks, and a Coke, and that came to like £12 odd. Mm. Food ain't cheap. Yeah, it ain't. I went to Wilco's. I got a £4 pick and mix, the big large tub. Filled it with like um, them strawberry cables or whatever you call them, the ones with the cream in the middle. Yes, and all the ones very nice. The rank. They are rank, but they're literally all my teeth can handle. Any other gummy sweet, my teeth cry out. I'm really? due a fi- yeah, yeah. I'm going for a filling in a, in a month's time. But don't so. get the gummy stuff. Get like the chocolate bites or the fudge or chocolate's worse. Chocolate is actually worse. But as soon as it gets in my teeth, it just stops. Right. So you get a four pound pick and mix cup and fill it with the those laces the strawberry laces they have no effect on me i don't understand yeah, why you, do you like them yeah all right I, you I, you said they were horrible then yeah <laughs> I, I, and that's fair you have a large variety of sweets you can chew i don't <laughs> i know but why just buy a, a, an individually wrapped packet of those laces on the shelf you probably paid more for the cup they don't taste like the pick and mix. To be fair, I've got like 30 or 40 fucking laces in the tub. I mean, I packed that shit. Yeah. It's, I mean, well, what you got was, wasn't was a pick and mix, it was just a pick. Yeah. I've got a <laughs> pick of sweets for four quid and a bottle of Pepsi Max for five quid, which That's I didn't even drink right. because uh, I brought water and I just drank the water. Uh, um, what was your expectations? Um, I don't know because I heard mixed things. I heard from you first because you saw it before I did. Yes. Um, and yours was it wasn't the Fast and Furious film, and at that I was like, oh god, um, mm. it it did have a kind of like kind of thing on my mind as I was going in, and then I text my other friend who saw it the same weekend, and he said, 10 out of 10, it might be one of the best films I've ever seen. So I was like, I'm still friends with him, by the way. Um, but uh, I was a bit apprehensive of that because it's like, no films are 10 out of 10. Films are 10 out of 10 if you get something out of, something new out of the experience. Wow. That's why I give films 10 out of 10, because they're different. And they're different enough that I like them so much. Blade Runner 2049 is a 10 out of 10 for me. It was something di- different. It raised the bar. It was fantastic. I loved it. Um, so when I went in, I just set my mood at low. And it met those expectations by the end. Um, what were your expectations? Coming off of eight, you, you were really um, annoyed in the beginning of the pandemic you were annoyed that this film kept getting delayed. Yeah, even before the reviews and that came out, mm-hmm. I was 
this was like one of the films I was look, looking forward to the most. <laughs> because, like along with maybe the well, the Bond film is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Oh yeah, end Without of September. Um, but Fast Nine is like top three, mm-hmm. and the previous ones, especially the previous four, yeah. have been a film that you can like they say leave your brain at the entrance. Yeah. Type type of film. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking of a way how what how I could sum this film up. And basically all I can say is it's not a film where you leave your brain at the door. It's a film where you have you have to have been born without brain to begin with. Yeah. Because it is stupid. Or at least ship your brain to um America and then go and see it. At least you're away but from your brain. I didn't have high expectations in the conventional sense. Yeah. I had the expectations that it would be of equal fun to the previous ones. Yes. Like, it would be as daft, as fun, hopefully more so. Yeah. But uh, eventually it wasn't. But uh, we'll get that in our closing statements. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you want to start this? Do you want to go through the film now? I've got roughly the film planned out, beat by beat. Let's go well, with it. Set piece by set piece, more or less. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Um, the first uh, scene is basically the um, opening race. You know, it's a flashback to when Dom's dad died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Introduced to young Dom, young Jacob. And it's, it's the first mention of Jacob. Oh, yeah. And spoilers, uh, that flashback is sprinkled in the film in portions, yeah. which you'll mention. Um, I think there was too many flashbacks but i'll yeah we'll get, get to those as we get yeah uh i thought the scene was was all right it was open yeah one of two car action like most fast and furious films do yeah um i thought young dom was ideally cast he looked like looked right for the part really because mm-hmm. i thought young dom looked a little bit more like um John Cena and young uh, Jacob looked like Dom. Uh, right. I, th- I thought they looked like that. the lots at roles, yeah. Because obviously you knew that the guy um, at the at the at the dad's car door would was Dom, and Jacob was off somewhere in the back because he's the little brother. But he didn't have the Dom energy. I mean, he just looked like miserable all the time. Yeah. But that was that was about it. Didn't yeah, have the voice. Just you do not uh, remind me. I think the best thing to come out of this film is all the memes. Oh They'll yeah, relentless. Yeah. Um. So then the film starts properly. Then Dom and Letty live in a cabin in in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Sorry, I really want to cut across yep. this, and I'm really sorry. So I watched the first six. Well, aside from two. The, the, the five that I hadn't seen in preparation for nine. Letty Lou apparently has amnesia um, in between four and six. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, I think she's in an accident in four, presumed yeah. dead, missing from five. Yeah. She's revealed in six to be part of Owen Shaw's team with amnesia. Yeah. Then um, she changes sides towards the end and then in seven she still has bits missing but she 
starts to show you remembers most things by the end of that film. Oh, right, okay. Because I just thought, in terms of what I saw in eight and nine, it came out of nowhere when she started remembering stuff from the past. But if she, but if it's developed a bit on in seven, and I haven't seen seven since it came out, so I need to go back and watch that again. I've recently rewatched five, six, and seven, and I'm watching eight. Well, about halfway through it. Mm-hmm. Halfway through it now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah they're so at the farm. They're living in those in the cabin in the woods or in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and they see a car coming towards them. Mm. I was like, "Hide, Brian." Right, I'm going to get a gun because I haven't got a phone so people can't let me know that they're, that they're on the way. What a <laughs> more. <laughs> he hasn't got a brain in that shiny, shiny ball head of his, like, is he? Yeah, the fucking ice cream truck comes up. Brian, get in the box, I'm going to get my gun. So I can't remember why Why do um, why does Roman and Tej come? To, um, to, to tell them of the Mr. Nobody's plane question. Yeah, and because Cypher's involved. Oh, that's right, I. I can't. So, you, have you seen it recently? I'm on watching it now. Do, oh, do shit, right. Probably... Okay. I can't. Yeah, my memory's not great. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened at the end of eight to warrant this reinclusion. Well, she of... she just leaves alive. She's still alive. Oh yeah, she's she? still alive. Yeah. She buggers off somewhere. So in the beginning. Mr. Nobody captures Cypher and Jacob intercepts the flight. And that's why it crashes, because he presumably kills Mr. Nobody. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably, yeah. And then the plane goes down with this artifact on board. And then Dom's team goes to retrieve it. In the jungle. He initially wasn't going to go until he found out that Jacob's involved. Dom that, Dom, that is. Yeah, yeah. When he looked at the video footage and he was just like, I'm going to zoom on this very specific point of the video. Enhance. You can't enhance a blurred image. I'm sorry. No matter what technology you've got, you can't enhance a blurred image unless you've got like super special tech. Yeah, it's and impossible. It's, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh my God, it's a crash. I've got to go get my new book. You know, what? When you, th- when, when you think about it, right? Because mm-hmm. um, if you start at five, right? Yeah. He steals money from someone, right? Yes, he does. In the sixth one, he's only he's coerced to help Hobbs find Shaw because Letty's involved. Yes. Right. Then in seven, he's only going after Shaw because he killed Han. Yes. Supposedly. In eight, he was coerced into doing the bad guy's business. And in nine, he's he only goes off to help because Jacob's involved. What yeah. a selfish fuck. Yeah. It's all about family. Aye. He only involves if his family's involved. Yeah, so the tenth one is going to be um, Dom's like D- Dom's cousin's brother's sister's neighbor's son is involved. <laughs> it's a large some, family now. Yeah, somehow he is related. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, it's uh, the first action set piece of the film. Yeah. When they find the plane, find the artifact, and the bugger off, Jacob finds it, gets the artifact, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's a quite. It's pains me to say it, say it, but it's quite a boring action scene. No. Yeah, it is. The it's, best it's, part is the is the catapult. The, oh yeah, uh, the, the swing, sling, the sling, slingshot. Yeah, the bits leading up to the catapult you'd find in any other action. Film. Yeah, I didn't find it look find it special at all. I was watching Fast Eight earlier, 
and it was the scene in New York where um, the, the, the chasing Dom and Cypher's using the remote control ability yeah. to chase them all with cars. That <laughs> was fun. That's fun. And, and even like the scene in the prison from the eighth one where um, Hobbs that's and Shaw get fight, broken yeah. out. Yeah, the choreography is great and it's over the top and you know it's over the top because it's the fucking rock and Jason Statham. It's great. But it still plays by its own rules. Yes. Whereas this film, it breaks its own rules that it's set out. Yeah. So in this action set piece, you get you finally see Jacob. Yes. So I wonder, I wonder what you think on how John Cena fits in with the whole uh, series and how much of a miss is The Rock? Oh God. Um, I like I like the initial um, I like the initial introduction to um, Jacob and his relationship with Dom and also. Something I remember from the first film, um, one of the CIA guys was like, oh, you don't know Toretto? He killed a guy with a wrench, like literally like beat him to death. And you actually got to see, not everything, but you saw that event It was occur. good to see it and see the context, yeah. see why. Yeah, yeah. If, if Fast and Furious does something well, it fits pieces of the jigsaw well. But in terms of uh, his brother... It seems as though this is an issue that I've got with Uncharted 4. Spoilers if you haven't played Uncharted um, or Will or whatever. So up to the third one, it's not established that Jake, that Nathan Drake has a family. But in the fourth one, his brother comes into it and he's like, right, look, I've broken out of prison um, and I need some help to get some money to pay off the guy who got me out. Um, and it plays out well enough it justifies sort of by the end but not entirely this yeah you can kind of understand he's pissed off because Dom was always the front runner and stuff and was always with his dad and he was rarely with his dad Jacob was rarely with his dad um, but I don't think it was strong enough to last if you know what I mean mm-hmm. like Jacob was whiny for most of the film but then I, I don't think that's John John Cena's fault, though. I think that's the that's the fault. Of oh the yeah, that's the the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. John Cena was fine in terms of like who he was. He was like a. I was thinking Discount Rock, and that's kind of what I got out of it. Um, I think the, the Rock is a, a, a miss. His his character Hobbs is a miss because incredible. Um, you could you can do so much with a character now because he's evolved that much yeah. from what he was in Fast Five. But I think if um, John Cena's character is going to be in 10 and 11, I think it, he, Jacob has the potential to be a character similar to The Rock. Oh, yeah, on equal playing fields, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, um, I'd love to see that. I do see Hobbs coming back, but I'll leave that for our predictions for the future ha. segment. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so interest to John Cena. Then you get the subplot involving... Um, Tokyo. The girls go to Tokyo because they find out that this Project Ares is a like Khan is linked to that. Yeah. Remember that? So I think so Mia Mia Letty and the hacker. I think I can't remember what it's called now. No, it's just Mia and Ram Letty. Ramsey. 
Oh, just the two, right? Ramsey's they... Ramsey's um Roman and Tyrese and Dom go to Edinburgh after Do- after Dom's brother. Tyrese is Roman. Oh, Tyrese is Roman. Tyrese gets ludicrous tears, you mean? Ludicrous. Yeah, tears, yeah. Um, uh, it's just so, Letty and Mia. So they go to Tokyo because mm. Han wanted to go to Tokyo. Because that's in Mexico. Yeah, and they just happen to stumble into a neighbourhood and just happen to look up to a window that has a Mexican flag in the window. Yeah, I like the call back to three. So in the third one, um, Han mentions, well, also in the fifth and sixth, um, he refers to Tokyo as his Mexico because he's obviously seen as an immigrant and where did the immigrants go back to Mexico? Um, so there's good like reincorporation there, but it was very, oh, how convenient they're on the same neighbourhood as the Mexican flag in a Japanese country, in the in an Asian country. Tokyo is a big fucking city. How many prefectures it's got? I, I, I must have missed how, how, how they, what led them to that uh, specific street. But um, yeah, you get, then you have a fight scene, mm. which I thought was all right. Few quick cuts. I couldn't quite see what was going on, and also was badly lit. Oh yeah, in the apartment. I don't know if, if if you felt felt the same way, but I could barely see what was going on. Yeah, it was it was um, cut short as well. I mean, the fight in the apartment was long-ish, but you expect it to go out into the streets and continue. But as soon as they got out in the streets, they swarmed. Han one shots everyone. That's it. Yeah, that's it over. But you also introduced to a new character, and it's um, the young girl that Han Rescues. cared for because she was also involved. I think her parents were making Project uh, Ares. Yeah, their their parents were making Project Ares, and Project Ares is bound to their family's DNA. That's right. She's the only one that can activate it. That's right. Yes, Which her name is L. L. Uh, yeah, then. Because I think Dom goes to London by himself to this um, big mansion, this estate where a party's been held. Oh, London, yeah, he goes to London for the mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and um, you get introduced to uh, Otto, the main oh, villain. Oh, yeah. Uh, am I wrong in saying the weakest villain of the series? Not of at what all. I've seen. I'd... Not at all. Not. <laughs> This this film featured one of the best and one of the worst Fast and Furious villains. Mm. The worst is Otto, the best is Cypher. I like Cypher, but I think Charlie's Theron Charlie's Theron is a great actress. But Charlie Theron is a great actor. <laughs> she, she performs it slightly off for my liking. Cypher. All right, okay. Tries to be too much like a Bond villain. Okay, just to cut across, who? personally is your favourite fast villain or opponent let's say Deckard Shaw in 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 seven in bits of seven you know yeah. when you're watching you watch I watch seven in the cinema right yeah uh, me too six in the cinema six in the cinema oh and yeah I had no idea Jason Statham was going to be in it and you get the post credit scene Han's car crashing you see someone get out and it's Jason Statham you like, don't know me but you're about to Shit's shit's going down. Yeah, and shit, shit did go down a little bit. Do you know what the friend that I saw it with said that exact same thing? He did not know Deckard Shaw was going to come in at the end of six, and when he saw that, it blew his fucking mind. Yeah, it, it blew my mind as well. It was great. Didn't make the most of them though. 
No. But we'll, we'll, we'll get on potential. That there's potential to with Ten Yeah, he's a, he's good. He's a good guy now, though. Yeah. Um, Mind control. <laughs> so, Tej and Roman and Ramsey go to um, I don't know Cape Canaveral or something. <laughs> it is an army base to. Oh yeah. Meet with up the... with the dudes from Tokyo Drift. Yes, Sean and the gang. Yes. I, I preferred Sean in this than in Tokyo Drift. I did not buy him as a protagonist in third. He's got a very strong accent. Oh, yeah. It's even stronger in the third one. He's like proper, proper, proper redneck. <laughs> Please gun down Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> the way he says Japanese is so weird in the third Japanese. one. But he's, he's like stick thin. Like he's proper muscly <laughs> and stuff in the third one. Then this, he looks like the, the, the skinny uncle you never talk about. And were the other two characters from Tokyo Drift as well? Yes, they were. They had a right. they had a black guy who was kind of like a kind of cheerleader, like yeah, wait, wait. and the, and the yeah. other Asian guy uh, was the technician, basically to uh, Ludacris, basically like his equal. Um. But yeah, yeah so they make the cars the, that go to space. Yeah, the rockets car is going obviously going to play an important part in the in the future of the film. Yeah, we'll get on that. Uh, then you get my favorite action scene of the film, the one in Edinburgh. Yeah, right in the middle. In it's a it's quite it harkens back to earlier films where it's like out in the open and the smaller streets, the narrow streets. It's like six because it's yeah. set in London. In the in the daylight and all that, I thought it was good a good set piece, especially it's, it's mixed use of the magnets, mm-hmm. but not too not, not overused. Yeah, definitely. But uh, the amount of people who would die with that magnet would be insane. Would be insane. The entire population it, of Edinburgh. It doesn't take into account people with like piercings that would get ripped straight from the body. Yep. Uh, imagine if someone's got a metal plate in their skull. Hip. If you've got a metal plate in the hip, half the body's gone. Yeah. They'd be stuck on the side of the van. Yep. Um, um, but that I like sequence... the thing inside the van. Yeah. Where I the do. magnet's turned on and off and changes the, dy- the, the dynamic of the fight. So you've got Don... the two... Yeah, you've got the two things in this one big set piece. You've got Dom and Jacob battling it through Edinburgh. And then you've also got uh, Tej, uh, Roman, and uh, Ramses trying to get to. Were they trying to get to Dom, or were they just trying to get out? They were. Fought, they were chasing the, the dude in the jag. They were. Ah, they, they were, yeah. They were chasing Otto von Bismarck. Yeah. Um, um, but it's it's still funny watching Vin Diesel run. You've seen him behind the wheel of a car for years, and watched him leap from from rooftop to rooftop is quite yeah. funny. Yeah, but it's the, the most the, that bit is the most fast and furious in this film. Yeah, it was it was a fun scene. It was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, so what's next? Phone got off. Something. Have we established that they have a base? Jacob gets captured and gets taken to their base. Yes, the old an old CIA base. Uh-huh. Um, then you find out. Then Han comes back to the base with re, so everyone like re re. That was nice. Um, Do you know what? That was really nice because because obviously, if you watch them in in chronological order, like one to six or one to eight or whatever, Han is introduced in the third one. It's like, oh, cool, he's an off character. But then you find out at the end, it's uh, Vin Diesel races Sean. He's like, 
Uh, Han's a good friend. We did a lot back in the day. And then you've got four, five, and six, which develops Han. He's my favorite character, by the way. Um, and the connection that he had with uh, Vin Diesel. And then when he met him in nine, it was just like, oh. I enjoyed yeah. that. It did touch. It, it, it was touching. Lane, but it he, sh- he, sh- he shouldn't be alive anyway, man. Yeah. But um, Mr. Nobody faked his death. Yeah. Not explained at all. It's sl- very sloppily done. They sh- they show Han in the car upside down, then like they sh- they have the transition of like a bus driving past. Because you're with a soldier fade. <laughs> so he literally teleports out. I I wouldn't put it past this this franchise now if they if Mister No Nobody has a t- teleportation device. Mister right? Nobody is the Edna Mode of the Fast and Furious yeah. gang. Because it's not you, you you don't know how and when Han switched out. Yeah. I'm still reeling through it. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the Fast and Furious version of a Chris Nolan film. You just yeah. wrap your head around it and it just doesn't work. Yeah. So when they're um, all together, that you find out the whole purpose of the Ares Cube and Elle's involvement with the stuff, which John right. Cena hears, and then obviously they get raided. That's right. Um, his men come to, to uh, free him. Um. Dom closes the hatch while everyone's escaping. Oh and god, he, yeah. He then does like a Captain America like elevator fight scene here, like like a self-sacrifice. Like, at no point did I think Dom was gonna well not die, obviously, but lose lose the fight. Yeah. As he was taking them, he was throwing them all over the place. Eventually he had two chins and he pulled <laughs> the ceiling down. He picked the guy up and he broke his back on the bars. Yeah. It's, I'll, uh, it's just ridiculous. I'll, I'll get more on that later, but it's, I'll, I didn't find it fun because it was too ridiculous. It was funny, but yeah, it wasn't fun. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get another flashback. Yeah. And I can't, I remember at this point I was getting sick of the flashbacks, but I liked this final one. Yeah. A little bit more than the rest. I can't remember why. Isn't it when he's back at home with the with the car in the garage and his dad's like, oh, you're going to look after this car, you know, and stuff oh, like that. Right, because he sees a little Brian and it's like, oh, I've got to do the same with him. I've got yeah. to live for my family. Family. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then he's alive because Letty dives in and saves him. Also, he um, dropped from a fucking height. So how the fuck did Letty get down? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Like he would have been underwater no more if he since he survived no more than a few minutes. Yeah, fucking swamp dive. She gets him. It would have took it took longer for him to fall. <laughs> right then, her how did she get down there through a locked hatch <laughs> in seconds? He locked it from the outside. How the fuck did she unlock it? Oh, I don't fucking know these bloody films. And then the back um, of the base. The, the finale. I think, are we at the finale next? Yeah, like we've talked about two big action pieces, action set pieces. Not much has happened. We're at the fucking finale. Yeah. It's it's rushed. It feels rushed, but it takes ages to get to it, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, uh, there's like, it's, it's there's weird. a lot of family drama in between that I was not interested in. There's a lot of drama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> family. Um, so the finale takes place in Georgia. I can't remember yeah. the scene though. Uh, involving a minor truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and uh, the satellite is launched, and they have to dis destroy the satellite by going up into space. Yeah, the, yeah. The whole thing with Ares is it takes control of everything that has ones and zeros, which is like nearly everything. So it's yeah. like, I will yeah, take right. control of your microwave and blow it up. Why not? That's basically it, eh? Yeah. And so I can't remember what everyone is supposed to be doing in this scene. I know well, Tate and Roman are going off in the shuttle, but what's everyone doing on the ground? They're trying to get L away from Otto and Jacob. Because uh, Han and Mia are in the car yes. having a fight. Yeah, they basically reverse like all the way back and their magnet latches on to the back of right. the car. Yeah. And yeah. Bits of that action scene I, I liked. I, I like the I like fighting in enclosed space yes. in, in enclosed spaces. Definitely. I think that's it's quite exciting. But the bit, yeah. there's there's two bits in this film where it's like, no. There's the bit in Edinburgh where Jacob gets lifted, Dom gets lifted by Jacob, and his head smashes through the frame of a door. And he acts like it's happened. not, yeah, it's like it's not even phased him. Like he should yeah. be knocked out getting through that door frame. And Easy. then, in and fact, then, the door frame shouldn't even break. Yeah. His neck should come, like, his, his neck should, should, should break, really. Yeah. Um, but there's also another bit which we'll mention because Jacob is now fighting with this dude on top of a truck because he's betrayed by yes. Otto and Cypher. It's like, well, oh, we didn't. Means he's good. Yeah. So, oh no, you, 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 you said I was the strongest, but now you're going against me. I will go back to my brother because I am a good man. Um, but you've at what got point did Cypher come into us? We've just mentioned a. For the first time in a while, what when did, should be in should be in, in this glass prison for yeah. a while. Where not not working with uh, Jacob, but she's been working with Otto, and they've been yeah. like uh, gaslighting Jacob to making him think that he's working with them. That's but right. yeah, there's that bit where Jacob's fighting one of the armored dudes, and he goes through a city sign that's like up on a lamppost, you know, like 50 miles mm. to California. And the guy takes the full brunt of it from his like waist up and he's not phased. He's not knocked down. Mm. It's like everyone is a superhero in this. When I said the finale set in George, I mean the country. Oh, I thought you meant Atlanta, George. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so there wouldn't be a sign that says California 50 miles. <laughs> Although in this film mm. universe, pretty well could be. It could be. Uh, yeah, so Otto uh, betrays Jacob, and Jacob is good. He helps them um, <laughs> defeat the bad guy. Yeah. How does die again? How does he help? He just keeps... No, how does he, How does the bad guy die? Uh, Otto. Uh, does he even die? I think he's in... Because Dom takes control of the truck. Somehow... Uh. Yeah, because yeah. he, he trips the truck up so it rolls down a mountain and while it's turning, he goes into the truck, gets to the driver's side, it lands on its wheels on a path in the desert and they start riding out and then Otto's at the back of the truck and he's making his way forward and Cypher's coming in with a hell of... I sound like I'm off me arse. Um, Cypher's coming in on a jet plane, which is remotely controlling it, so she's fine to destroy the truck and kill Dom, but he's like, not today. And then he, not today. Swerves at a, uh, uh, he, he swerves at a split second moment and the truck gets hit by the rocket 
which launches itself into the ship, which kills Otto and the plane. I need a drink. <laughs> I, I honestly thought Cypher was in that plane. Same, but then yeah. I remembered they've got two more films that are going to have Cypher as a, yeah. a villain again. Um, and and I'm so, yeah, I'm sorry that sounded so loud and very garbled, but that's literally what happens. <laughs> Yeah, it was just another example of how ridiculous, how bad ridiculous it's gotten now. Yeah, does Dom give Jacob his car as a kind of... As a, like a 10-second car, yeah. You have a Which I've yeah. forgotten the purpose of 10-second cars, even though they mentioned it's, it from the off. It's a car that can do a quarter mile in 10 seconds. Oh, yeah, because they have the race at the end of the first yeah. one. Yeah. So it's the end, and the barbecue happens. Yes, and you see a car pull up and onto the driveway, and it is Brian's car. Yeah, Brian I was I was like this. I was like, but my friend was like, oh, and they're like, that's Brian. Since you're yeah. reacting like that, it's fucking Brian. But I liked that um, Sean and Han had a reunion. That was really I nice. I did as well. Yeah, he was like, you're, you're fucking dead. I watched you burn and blow up in a car, but you're still here. Yeah, we all did as well. Yeah, we're still fucking confused. But it's great. That ending was all right. So, predictions for the future. What are you expecting in nine, in 10 and 11? Gal Gadot's coming back, because you mentioned this to me. I think so as well. You um, don't see her, her body. Yeah, Owen Shaw and Giselle died in the exact same way, falling off a burning fucking aeroplane at a hundred and something miles per hour. If Owen survived, Giselle's fucking alive. Yeah. Yeah. Because Owen was in the hospital at the beginning of uh, seven. Yeah. I will avenge you, my brother. Yeah. So yeah, just I think Giselle could be in one or two of the sequels. Yep. Um I think Hobbs will be back. Oh yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, they've got to have them back. I think the Tokyo Drift boys will stay. Yes. I'd like to see more of them. I feel as though uh, we got a little tease of a Tokyo Drift uh, recap, but no, we needed more. If we get Hobbs, I don't think we'll get Jacob and vice, vice versa as well. So the Rock and John Cena not like each other? No, no, not that. I mean, the two similar characters, though. Right. And those three characters are going to be a lot like Vin. Hey, Dom. Yeah. Um, I think Brian will be in them. As an uh, 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 oh, like Paul Walker, Brian. Yeah. Not what the kid. Brian. Do, what they're going to do um, is CGI his face like they did for Seven. Yeah. For the entirety of the film, mm-hmm. or have his uh, brothers stand in, just play him without doing the, any CGI on his face. Just have him look like his brothers because they, they look like him like anyway do you know what that could be a good uh way to run about it brian could have facial reconstruction done because he's hiding from certain people it sounds ridiculous so i think but it that's may what, work yeah it may work. that's what i don't i want to put it past them yeah literally uh i expect uh, 10 and 11 to be the most ridiculous ones yes but do you mean ridiculous as in 8 ridiculous or 9 ridiculous 
Um, because I have a feeling that they're gonna so blow good ridiculous or bad ridiculous. I hope it's good ridiculous. I hope it's good ridiculous as well. Yeah. So more, more like eight. Yeah, eight. More like five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I don't know what other predictions I've got. In terms of what I've seen in the Fast and Furious series, like if they just use five, six, seven, and eight as blueprints of what they should do in terms of generating ideas, then they'll be fine. If they use yeah. nine, then they're fucked. Do you think, because I tested this mad lib out with you, do you think they'll get another wrestler as a bad guy? Um, that is not something I'm expecting, but mm. I wouldn't be entirely surprised if they did. Yeah. I mean, they've already had wrestlers that, that, that had uh, Roman Reigns in the Ho- uh, Hobbs and Shaw film. Yes, they did. I remember him. Why not? Why not? Yeah, go for it. Um, Final thoughts. My well, my my uh, final thoughts. Uh, Roman Pierce is now my least favorite character in the series. Tyrese, he just, yeah, he just shrieks on all the time. Yeah, and um, and, and the script tries to make him look self-aware, but yeah. it doesn't come across like trying, that. I'm trying to break the fourth wall. Yeah, well, my God, we could be superheroes. Blah, 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 blah. We always survive all this shit. Uh, like I've said before, it's too ridiculous. Yeah. And most importantly to me, there's no stakes with the characters. Like they t- some turn good, uh, some don't stay dead. Yep. Some are just impervious to harm. Especially like what well, goes without saying, Dom. Obviously, he's turned. He's was fairly, he got hit a, f- a few times in the previous films and obviously yeah. looked hurt, but in this one, he's literally Captain America. He is, without literally. shield. Yeah. But also, you know what the, the first action set piece? Yes. Uh, Roman gets left left behind and he goes into this bomb shelter looking thing and all the bad guys are circling him above. And I knew what was down. coming before it happened. It was ridiculous. And they just, they, with assault rifles, Shoot, there's like 10 of them, and he picks them off one by one. Ben literally stood there while he's firing at them. I can't fucking on how then they hit him once in the head. Yeah, and he one in the chest, and he's wearing bulletproof armor. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. So I think sorry, going back to my predictions, I think young Brian will get taken. By one of the bad guys, which may spur Dom to, well, no, will spur Dom to go after them. That's right, because Dom only turns up to help if someone family's involved. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because in this one, it was like, oh, what happened with Brian? Oh, Brian's got him. Brian's looking after Brian. All right, cool. Is there a way to validate that? No, because yeah. Paul Walker's Chris, dead. Chris picked up on that. Um, because when the character said, oh, uh, they're with Brian now, he sort of picked up a uh, evil undertone. Like, oh, they're with Brian now. <laughs> like, is that a threat? <laughs> You'll be seeing him soon. Oh, God. <laughs> so, if I enjoyed half of an action set piece, but yeah. that doesn't want Warren to 
a score higher than I think maybe even four out of ten now. Yeah, the Edinburgh set piece was the best, mm. but it wasn't flawless. The lazy writing as well. Lazy writing. Um, the first set piece was awful, except for the swing. There are bits in between yeah. the set pieces that go on for much longer than they need to be, which of course flashbacks. Yeah, flashbacks and just general talking about, oh, what is this Aries thing? Oh, it could control everything on the planet. And just overexposing everything. Um, it might but, even be a three for me. It, it's a film made up of convenience, I think. But convenience in a way where there's no justification for it. Mm -hmm. Like in films where convenient things happen, it's like, oh, because that was reincorporated from before. It's like, oh, no. Uh, Jacob is now good because he's pissed off at the people who thought he would. He... Yeah. Yeah. So if, but... if um, Otto didn't betray him, they would have won. They would? They would have won? Well, no, they didn't have L, and also Tyrese and uh, Tage destroyed the satellite. That's right. But they would so... have been, the bad guys wouldn't have, would have been in a better position. Yeah. Mm hmm. So four out of ten for me. Three, three out, out of ten for you. Yeah. Um, those have been my final thoughts on the film. Have you got anything else to add before we leave? Watch five, six, seven, and eight because they're fucking great. Yeah, I think this is probably the worst one of the lot of the, the bunch. Falls the worst for me. Falls the worst for me because there's no action set pieces except the ending, which is not really an action set piece, and the story drags on. But this is close. Uh -huh. This is close. There you go. Well, I've been Dan, and I've been joined by by always, and, and I've been I've been Dan now, and like always, I've been joined by family. My name is Diesel. We're now working on a script for Fast Ten. It will be called FX. If we do not call it FX, then it will be pointless. Uh, join us next time for potentially. Uh, Resident Evil 2 discussion or a, a discussion of a mystery film that we're going to jointly watch. Okay. Wait what there one sec. Garble some nonsense for a split second. Sure. Are you getting your poster? Oh, it's gone. Oh. Yes, yeah, so future episodes will involve us uh, discussing films that we both watch off our movie posters like 100 films to watch before you die and that was dan's ted talk on how to get a house um so that literally gonna... wasn't what i was talking about at all oh fair, i was fair. slagging slagging you off okay so just as a safety net yeah we'll we may do resi 2 that is depending if i can get my ps4 sorted yeah um as a precaution let's pick a film just in case sure okay Give me two numbers, no lower, ten and twelve, no lower than eight. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> uh, five and seven. Okay, so like any graph, one, two, three, four, five, and you said seven. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, Dan. So on number seven is—I don't know if you can see that—to to kill, kill a, mocking a mockingbird. 1962. Do you want it? Um, no, but Amazon Prime is a thing. Right. Are you paying for that? 
Um, yeah, I can do. Yeah, since it's from my poster, I will pay for this one. Right. So, so I'm going to try and choose films that I own. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing the numbers thing, bitch. You did the numbers thing, I'm doing the numbers thing. So, To Kill, uh, to kill a Mockingbird, 1962, uh, directed by Robert Mulligan, starring Gregory Peck. Very famous film. And a very a famous book as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gregory Peck is a famous boy. Um, I can't wait for this one. I've wanted to see it, but... I've seen the film. Aye. It's a good did film. you watch it in English class? I did, yes. <laughs> hey, so you yeah. did The Killer Mockingbird. I did an Inspector Calls with Alistair Sim. I did that as well. The, Fucking the hell. Later version, anyway. Ah, right. Uh, we'll leave it there for tonight, then, Jiggy Boy. Yes. And we'll reconvene for, to kill a, to, for the discussion of To Kill a Mockingbird sometime in the near future. Of course. I've been Dan, and, and as always, I've been joined by... I can't do Vin Diesel anymore. It's Jake. <laughs> Jacob. Jacob. There you go. I'm Hi. Jacob. See oh. you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. 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 bye.